it's Grace here. Welcome back to another edition of the I'm Tired podcast. I'm your host, Grace Valentine. I'm an author, speaker, blogger, and most importantly, a friend. This podcast is about finding adventure and joy in the everyday life. I hope through these real conversations with real people, you can feel encouraged even when you are overwhelmed and annoyed. And today on the podcast, I have my friend, Britt. Britt Algazab. What's your last name? <laughs> <laughs> something close, right? Brittany Alanis. Alanis. And it was something fun like that. Okay. And Brittany, you are a third grade teacher, is that correct? Yes. Okay, so fun. And Lizzie. This is my friend Lizzie Paul Hill. I know how to say that, right? Did yep, I get that right? You got it right. And you work in adoption, am I right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad that they joined us today. But anyways, I always think people who work with children probably have the best stories in their life and the most fun stories. And so, Brittany, especially since you're a teacher, I was just wondering, like, what made you want to be a teacher? Like, what got you passionate about kids? Um, so in high school, I started serving in my kids' ministry at church. Aww. And I served with the four-year-olds, and I do not work with four-year-olds oh now because I would go absolutely insane. Um, but... I don't know. I just realized that they're a lot smarter than everyone, I think, looks at them as. And I wanted to know how, like, their brains worked, honestly. So I, ma- I majored in early childhood development. Mm-hmm. And it had an education track with it. So it certified me to be a teacher. And then I ended up with the third graders. And this is so dumb, but what age is third grade again? Is like um, They are eight turning nine years okay. old. I have some 10-year-olds because I have some that got held back. Yeah. And what has been, like, your biggest challenge working with – that age um, in this area, too, in general. They are emotional. They are mean. Okay, same here. Yeah. They, I know. I kind of relate to them a lot. Um, they, a lot of the kids I work with um, come from really, um, you know, unfortunate situations. And so they are uh, very defensive. And when you they say don't unfortunate, do you mean, like, family, like, problems, financial problems, like that? All of it, yeah. yeah. They have a lot of... Um, a lot of family misfortune, whether that's financially or they are in a single-parent home. Some of them, um, I know, live in hotels. There's um, a homeless population at my school, and so it's just they all have a different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet you get to hear a lot of those stories throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, gradually the stories come out. And as the kids, like, open up more, they'll just come to me and I'll, uh-huh. I know Yeah, it's hard. That is hard because there's mm-hmm. only so much you can do. Like, you're working there from, like, what, 8 to 3, and then, like, you yeah. send them home. And then I send them off, yeah. Oh, that's so scary. And, and Lizzie, what age do you work for adoption for? Like, is it is there a certain age, like, you're in? Yeah, so I work for a private domestic adoption. So most of the children we're working with are infant newborns. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the primary, the people I work with is adoptive families. So, you know, families, they're usually 30s who are start, trying to start their family as well as birth mothers. And our average age for a birth mother is, like, 31. So it's actually oh a lot goodness. older than people think. Wait, the average age in general? like In Florida. In Florida? Oh, mm-hmm. that's wild. Okay, because, yeah. like, I knew a lot of people from high school and, like, college got pregnant. So it's, like, you think yeah. of, like, average it out, like, kind of low. But, like, <laughs> 31, yeah. dang. That's crazy. And what would y'all say? Because I just feel like every time I see a kid that there's so much they can teach us as 20-somethings, like, about life and about just having the spirit and energy to get through the everyday. Like, is there anything, I know you have infants, Lizzie, so there's only so much spirit they have, but is there anything <laughs> that you feel like infants can teach, like, 20-somethings about, even, like, Jesus, as silly as that sounds? Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so, Brittany, is there anything? 
No, I'll, I'll say something. You yeah. go ahead because you were with kids. I'm gonna ask okay. <laughs> Brittany, is there anything yeah. you feel like that like eight to ten year olds, especially with the spirit and the energy that they have, that they can teach twenty somethings about life and even as silly as it sounds, Jesus. Um, patience. Um, really? They have patience? <laughs> no, they don't. Oh. They teach me patience. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's what they teach you. No, yeah. Say, that's impressive. I <laughs> have um, discovered, like, I thought I was nice, and then I started teaching, and now I feel like a mean person. Um, <laughs> but honestly, they, you have to have patience with someone. Um, I don't know, and I guess, even talking about it now, I guess I'll learn something hearing my own thoughts. But um, they... They try me every single day. They know my buttons. They they're third graders, so they're they're cute and stuff. But they're also very smart and they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, they know what's right and wrong, and so they you know they try me every day, and then and then they leave me, and then they like they love me, and they don't want to go. But then during the day, it's like they don't want to do anything and learn mm-hmm. and whatever. But then they leave and they don't want to go, and it it creates like this like need to for me to be super patient with them um knowing that they are probably going home to like the worst mm-hmm. situation or like they would rather be at school than at home which says a lot um and so I might get like super impatient with them and um upset with them or if they're not getting something it can be hard but knowing that I just have to be patient and yeah. like love on them regardless and I think that's true with like people too and if we're talking about like Jesus um you know, that's, like, we want to love others. Like, he loves us. We want to be patient. Like, mm. he's patient with us. Like, we are constantly, um, you know, like, wronging him in a way because we're human beings. But um, he constantly pursues us and seeks us. So I have to, like, show up every day yeah. and, like, c- pursue my kids as weird as that is and, like, love on them and be patient with them. Yeah. So, I don't know. I well, mean, I've even learned that this, like, next generation, like, they're used to nothing consistent in their life. Mm-hmm. And I think same is for us 20-somethings. Like, we're so used to life going so fast and us having no figures, like, consistent in our life. Like, a lot of those kids, like, they sometimes live with their mom, sometimes live with their dad, sometimes live with their grandma, like, and sometimes a foster parent, and which I'm sure Lizzie's seen stories like that, too. Um so it's so important, I feel like, for kids to see the lack of inconsistency in their life and find consistency in Jesus. That's just something I feel yeah. like I've seen a lot in my babysitting experience. <laughs> I remember there was one time I babysit a four-year-old, and the other day I was like, okay, let's say our prayers before we go to bed. And he was like, I'm like what do you want to thank God for? And he was like, mom, dad, Santa Claus, like, you know, the basics. Uh-huh. And I was like, what about Jesus? And then um, he was like, well, why do I thank Jesus? I'm like, because Jesus saved you. He's like, saved me from what? And I'm like, saved you from? And I was like, he doesn't know what sins means. He doesn't know what. <laughs> and so I was like thinking about my words so carefully. And uh-huh. I was like, this is hard to uh-huh. explain the gospel. And I feel like that's what I've learned with kids too recently is that sometimes when you like go and you explain like the little things that we talk about so often, you realize, okay, I haven't really thought about this. And now that mm-hmm. I'm talking to a kid, I have to break it down and I don't know how to break it down. And so... Yeah. I've learned that with kids. So, Lizzie, you work with, like, infants. They kind of look like aliens. They're kind of very needy. They cry a lot. What can infants actually teach 20-somethings especially about life and Jesus? Um, One thing about infants is that they're really dependent, and, you know, they really don't even know who their biological parents are, especially the babies I work with. We have a baby screaming, crying, and just wants to be held, and the second someone in our office Mm -hmm. holds it, they don't know if it's their biological mom, but they just totally needed that. Mm. And it's really sweet to see. And I think sometimes that, you know, we're 20 years old. We think we are getting things figured out. We're working on our careers. Some of us have graduated college. And we don't feel like we need to cry out to God and we need help, you know, so. Yeah, no, that's such a good point. I think 
we always are trying to pretend like we have it all together and that we don't need help, especially we're a Google generation, I always say. So we've never had to actually seek wisdom from older generations. We can just Google for an answer and find it. So we never had to go to people for help. Right. And I think that's like affected our minds and the way that we handle, especially our faith, even theology. Like if I don't know something, sometimes I just, just want to Google like, what did Paul do again? Like who was Paul before, you know, and instead of actually trying to figure out one by looking through scripture or by actually going to someone who is steps ahead of me in life. And mm-hmm. it's cool that infants can remind you of how dependent we're supposed to be on like Jesus and also how dependent we're supposed to be on others because we're in a world where we're like, be independent, especially as being a woman. You're like, you're independent. You got this. Like, Yeah, you see how much they rely on other people and for someone to take care of them. And it's okay for us to feel like we need to rely on Jesus like that. That's the way we should be. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's like we're taught in this society that that's not okay. And so it's an important reminder. Thanks, Lily, for that. And what? so I know, Britt, you said earlier about how you get like a lot of silly questions this is mm-hmm. just off the topic, so you did not get this question ahead of time. But what's <laughs> like? Do you, have you had any silly questions from any of your students that you remember? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, we went to the zoo the other day. On like uh, a field trip. Yep, on a field trip, uh-huh. and it was funny because I was just writing down their questions all day. I had one <laughs> kid ask if you could eat a bearded dragon. Um, <laughs> like, when yeah, eat, breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> the zookeeper brought one out, and he was like, "Is that like?" you know how you can eat chicken? Like, can you eat a bearded dragon? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, they – Was there a bearded know, dragon at the be... zoo? Does a bearded dragon exist? Like, is that, like, a thing? Is that, like, an iguana? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> it a lizard? Is, it did. It just looked like a, a big – like, a miniature iguana, not green. So, like, uh, <laughs> like cook it, like, hunt it. <laughs> they brought it out. It was, like, in a small class environment. But they were that's just so silly. funny. They just asked – like, I'll be like, okay, um, and so three times two equals six – just like two times three equals six, we can switch those around, like commutative uh-huh. property, whatever. Someone raises their hand. Uh, when are we going to lunch? Like, or like, it'll <laughs> like be the like the wrong place, the wrong time. Yeah. Like. And then, do you have a question? No, I just wanted to tell you something. Okay, we're taking questions right now. But my grandma, and it's like, no. <laughs> In front of everyone. Like, <laughs> no, we're not doing this right now. They have no Tell shame. me at recess. Yeah, they're just all. My kids are very squirrely in their minds, just go squirrely, a million miles like an hour. Yeah. yeah, they're a super squirrely bunch. So they're yeah. in, they're crazy. I was getting observed on Friday, and it well, was like scary. a big deal. It's my yeah. first year of formal observation, and you know the whole time in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm gonna get fired. Like she left the room, and I'm like, there it is, I'm done, I'm fired. Um, just because I internalize everything so bad, mm-hmm. like because I had one kid like get up and start running around, and it's like that's not my fault. But I was like, okay, I'm fired. Like he's just running around yeah. in the middle of my lesson. Um, but they were just at, like asking me questions like that, and I'm like, she probably thinks that I normally let yeah. them ask questions like like I don't know. So yeah, because you're they, trying to be patient. They the drive same me time. crazy. Yeah. What's well, funny because I cringing. look at teachers especially, and I'm like, no one really chooses <clears> to have like how many kids do you have in your class? I have – I started the year with 19. Now I'm down to 17. 17. Oh. Because they withdraw. They move. Yeah, I know. I was telling my friend, I lost a student on Friday. They are like, what? And I was like, no, like they moved to Miami. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no. you're like, it sounds so sad. And I thought, I first thought yeah. was <laughs> No, I have 17 students yeah. now. But like no one wants to have 17 <laughs> that's like, a lot. kids. Yeah. It is. And that's like the low right now. We have um, – and third grade is the first year they can get retained, like held back mm-hmm. for an awk, doing well in FSA, um, which is like the Florida State. I never took it because I went to private school. But they um, mm-hmm. they take this Florida State assessment, and they um, they can get held back if they don't get saved by other different um, opportunities, we say, that can help them. And so we have, I think, like over 100 third graders in our school. We have nine classes. Um, oh my and so all the classes are like full to the rim, and it's – 
So 17 is actually, like, not that many compared to some of the yeah. other classes. Yeah. And still, like, the 17 to 1, like, that ratio, like, uh-huh. straight up sucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have a lot of support at our school, which is really awesome. So yeah. I have people coming in, and if I need help, I can call someone and they'll come in. Yeah. And I've seen, like, your friends come and help you, don't they? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah. I've had a couple. I'll be like, come volunteer. <laughs> yeah. You're like, get community service hours. We're like, okay, we're 24. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need community service hours anymore. Uh-huh. What are third graders like? Are they, like, getting to that age where they, like, start caring about stuff more? Are they still kind of have that innocent mind? Um, They have. They definitely are super innocent. So I studied early childhood development because um, they actually – like the development of a child goes up, they say, until about 9, 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So these kids are turning 9 in third grade. So to me it's kind of like what are third graders like? They're innocent, but if they're going to like remain innocent or like the qualities that I kind of like help shape or like get to influence them with – like, this could be their not, like, their last, you know, like, hope. You know, they would go to fourth grade. They'd probably yeah. have a great teacher and be influenced by them as well and on and on and on. But developmentally, like, in their brain cognitively, they um, – I mean, this is, like, the age. So, yes, they're innocent. They're also – they can be mean. Um, mm-hmm. I've de- – like, I have – some kids that are just not very nice. And to each other or to you? To each other. Mm-hmm. To me, mm, they know better. But <laughs> they, they will. And I'll be like, excuse me. Well, our thing, I love Ellen DeGeneres. Just a side plug, Ellen, if you're listening, I love you. Yeah. Um, hey, and, Ellen, us. <laughs> and she's literally my favorite human. I've been watching her show since I was in high school. Um, and... She, you know, says be kind to one another at the end of the day. So I've, like, made that the motto in our room, be kind to one another. Or they like to say just, like, choose kind. And so choose kind. It's, like, all over our room. I have it on this, like, light-up LED board. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so we work on that and, like, not reacting to things. Like, Uh super major, like, just major reactions. Um, So, yeah, they'll, like, they'll, like, catch each other. I need that reminder every day. Like, Mm -hmm. be kind. Like, when I start getting annoyed with someone, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, be kind. I'll be, like, choose kind. Choose kind. Walk away. I know. You can just text me that every day or something. (laughs) Remind me. Aw. I feel like third grades, too, would, like, like you said, still innocent. But, like, nowadays, I feel like kids are learning so many things. Yeah. They grow up so fast now. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, have you got any, like, questions, like, about anything that's, like, hard? Um... Maybe, like, they ask me my own personal questions, like, yeah. family stuff, yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, are you married? And they think I'm, like, 42. I'm yeah. Like, no. <laughs> like, not much older than you, actually. Yeah. Like, I am. But, uh, no, yeah, they – I think they think it's cool because I they know I just graduated from UCF. Mm-hmm. And so for them, college is, like, this out-of-the-picture, like, equation. They just mm-hmm. can't imagine it. Um, but they think it's cool because – I was like, you know, I was just in college, and before that, I was in high. And to them, getting to high school is like the milestone. Yeah, yeah, that's the big thing. I remember They're like so doing excited. in my head when I was little and be like, 2012, 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. That's when I'll graduate. And yeah. I thought that was like crazy, like some fill of the future crap. Like, yeah, yeah so, so far it's, from now. It's very like relatable when you have a young teacher. Um, that's what I've learned. So they asked me like. I don't know. They get they like to ask me about UCF and my what did I do mm-hmm. there and I'm like, well, clearly. Well, because a lot like, of those kids, you sound like I feel like their parents didn't go to college too. Um, Is that yeah, right? we no? have some. Um, I don't know a lot of the situations of their parents, okay. but they. Uh, I hear other stories of other students outside of my class because I don't. I don't try. Like if they come to me yeah. with something, they'll tell like me things. I don't investigate ask them questions. their whole like childhood yeah, and no, upbringing. No, no. no, but I'll hear different things. Um, but, yeah, they just think it's so cool. We push, like, the colleges a lot, especially UCF because yeah. it's right there. Well, I've learned that doing that, especially at a young age, is so important. Like, mm. our high school, I think, or some neighborhood high school would have, like, the high school graduates, like, walk to the elementary schools just so that they would see the influence. And I think you see, like, 
that kids are so easily influenced by others. And I think we forget when we're 20-somethings how influenced we are by others because we're like, oh, we're not a kid anymore. Like, there's no mm-hmm. much more influence, but we're just as influenced. Like, when we see something that, like, is, like, an achievement, we, like, get proud and we want that. Mm-hmm. But with the kids, like, they'll admit that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they've got – I mean, I'm trying to instill those goals in them. Yeah. <laughs> trying to tell them that it's possible, so. Well, especially – what do you think is the hardest part about being a teacher in general? Um – I don't think they tell you enough in college what it is actually um, going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you get to work with the kids and you're teaching, but the meetings, the data, like, it's all of the behind mm-hmm. the scenes stuff that's. Have you ever accidentally hard. slept in? I guess you really can't. Um, I've never been I like late. That. <laughs> that's it's honestly early. my worst. Like, school's like mm-hmm. early. We have to be there at 7 55. Um, and then, but we can get there as early as 6.30, I think. Mm-hmm. And so the first two months of school, I was there every morning at 6.30. And then sometimes I'll stay until 8 because there's just so much stuff. Yes, you're in the classroom with them from mm-hmm. 8.40 because school doesn't start until 8.40 until we get out at 3.10. So you're there that whole time. Um, but then it's like, but when are you going to do all the other stuff yeah. that's required? You know, like technically when they leave, you get like 20 minutes after and then you can go home. But, like, I'm not going to take my work home with me. But it, it's a yeah. lot. It's a lot of a lot of work. It's besides, a hard balance. Besides choose kind, if there's one thing you could tell every single one of your students, like, that you'll ever have for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, it can be choose kind, too, I guess, if that's, like, your, like, life motto. I mean, kindness, just because yeah. I, like, try to tell them that this is, like, that's what the world needs. Like, everything around them might be hard. They might not get out of their neighborhood. They might – a lot of them, you know, they tell me – I ask them questions like, "Have you been on this?" and they don't know what I for is. Sometimes, <laughs> like they don't, they don't really get out much. But I mean, they're Aww. in third grade. Um, but you know, like I was like, you can, you can choose kind like where you are, no matter where you are. Um, but Aww, I just try to, I don't know. I tell them um, a lot of what I'm working on with them right now because I have a lot of different behaviors in my class. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell them, I'm not letting you go to fourth grade acting like that. Like, you cannot uh-huh. get so angry over something so little. So just, like, almost, like, don't sweat the small stuff yeah. like you're in third grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't tell Someone them Someone told like me, that, like, you, I will not let you get to 23. Like, if God was like, you will not make it to yeah. 23 if you keep adding kind of that sass. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> like, I tell them, I'm trying to, I'm trying to shape who you're going to be. Like, yeah, yeah, math, English, science. Yeah. But, you know, outside of that, like, you need to be the best person you can be. Uh-huh. So, and they think that's cool. Yeah. Is it harder now with kids, you know, with, like, this day and age? Are y'all having to do things like, you know, shooter drills and all that kind of stuff? Because I remember question. being in third grade and we never even, like, heard of that. Yeah. I didn't I even think know what about, was. Yeah. Now I feel, like, so scared to, like, bring kids into this world because of what the world has become. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, such a harder place for kids. There's bullying, you know. Like, when I was in school, like, you would just get bullied maybe from 9 to 3 or 8 to 3, and then you'd go home, and that'd be the end of it. But now kids have their phones, and it's on social media, and it's Mm -hmm. everywhere. Like, I just feel like it's a harder, you know, time for kids. And as a teacher, I bet you feel a lot of pressure with that. Yeah, it is scary. We've already had different, like, codes and stuff on campus, like code yellow, code red. Like, drills or, like, real? Um, One... Like misunderstandings, yeah. And then a lot of drills because they're really strict on making sure we have enough drills to cover that stuff. But, yeah, an active shooter drill is, like, a real thing now. Um, It's so scary. They're, like, literally, like, eight or nine. Like, Mm -hmm. they're the same kids who – Oh, they they freak out whenever, you know, fire drills, they get scared because they they hear – See, when fire drills, it's like, it's a party. We're all outside. Like, we're going to see each other. Like, I never thought it was anything for real. Yeah. They actually can't leave the building now. I don't know if that's, like, everywhere in America, but I know in the school district – Fire drill, the alarm goes off. You're not allowed to leave the school until administration comes on and gives, like, the code 
you know. Shoot, what and if so the administration like pulled the Titanic and just mm. headed out like jumped yeah. in the boat? So you can't you can't automatically leave the building. That's wild. I, don't know if I'm I know to say it's that a, it's such a scary world, and I feel like also our generation, like the twenty somethings who are listening, has such an opportunity to pour into that. I always mm-hmm. love the quote like "Be who you needed when you were younger," mm-hmm. and that's something I try to live by. And so whether it's like an adoption or whether it's like a student that you're teaching, or if you're just a twenty something who wants to volunteer, like you started, like in kids ministry or mm-hmm. a student ministry, like it's so important for that generation to have young adult role models for them who mm-hmm. make kindness look cool yeah and who make like following jesus and following his will like something mm-hmm. that you want to do yeah and so but i want to thank you so much for coming on Brittany of and course. lizzie um of course. i know y'all are busy especially you have school tomorrow Brittany. so you yes. gotta wake up early <laughs> i have five six seven eight nine more days oh my god because you get christmas <laughs> oh, break off nice. yes so oh, like yes yeah right now we're filming before christmas break so uh-huh. i was gonna ask y'all though two last questions each one of y'all um what like is something that makes you excited to wake up in the morning it can be like The Bachelor is starting soon, or it can be like Chick Fil A. It can be like, I mean, it can be Jesus Christ, but it's just boring. So I highly recommend it, like not being that, uh-huh. even if it is that. But something that makes you excited to wake up in the morning. Mine, even though some of my work, you know, I have to get there early. Is just it might be paperwork all day and phone calls and doing stuff mm-hmm. like that. You don't really feel like you're doing anything like that big, but. In the long term, I feel excited because I'm making a difference in family's life and children's life. And, like, we just celebrated National Adoption Month at work. And so far, this year, we've completed 122 That's adoptions. So cool. mm-hmm. We celebrated that right before Thanksgiving. I was thinking there's 122 more families, basically, that are having this holiday season, like, with a new yeah. baby. That's a lot of cry. them <laughs> so have sweet. been through, like, infertility and stuff. And, like, these children who... Who knows what have hap- what would have happened to them are in a loving home and like you know they're experiencing a first Christmas and a first holiday season. So that's what gets me excited to wake up. Dang, that was cool. Good luck Thanks. with beating that, Brian. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, you have and to say it. And the bachelor is about to start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's Colton Underwood gonna pick? Done, done, done. Colton, if you're listening, um. yeah, it's okay. You can break up with everybody. Uh, uh, honestly, it is cheesy, but I. I get excited to see my kids in the morning, Aww. and then, <clears throat> excuse, I'm not going to cry, I just choked on something. I know, um, I was like, crap. Like, choking up. <laughs> she loves no, her job. not that much. Um, no, I really do get excited to see my kids, but then I, like, see them, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you're like, you're uh, But it's funny, because, like, if I'm out sick, like, I was, I've gotten so sick this semester because germs, um kid germs but they like I've had to take two or three days off already mm-hmm. and I'll be sick and I'll be sitting at home all day and I'll be like they're going to lunch now now they're going to recess now yeah. they're going to art like and I just like no, think about them out. I never stop talking about them all my friends are probably sick of it um I really do love them like each of them they're crazy and they drive me insane but they mm-hmm. all have like such a cool story um and like who knows what that'll be at the end of the year. So I just Aww. like get excited waking up and getting to go like be a part of their story. Yeah. Like knowing that I am making a difference. Um, their academics, like that stresses me out sometimes. But yeah. like who they are as a person, like, you know, hopefully they'll be my age one day and remember like Miss yeah. Allen is in third grade, the 
young like UCF yeah. graduate teacher. Yeah. Um, well, I remember so yeah. every single one of my elementary school teachers. Yeah, so do like, I. My kindergarten teacher called me like when I was in first grade, wished me happy birthday like the year oh. after, and like forever. Miss Freeman, if you're listening, you know I, re- <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> that was so sweet. Yeah. though. like you have such a great opportunity to be impactful, and I'm yeah. so thankful that there's young adults out there like like you who are willing to do that. Mm. Same with you, Lizzie. Like 121 families are going to be underneath the Christmas tree, like singing Silent Night or whatever. <laughs> Watching no, Santa Claus awesome. or playing Hanukkah, whatever they do. <laughs> but, and that's all because of your work that you do. And so thank you all so much for coming on though. Of course. It's been fun. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. If you liked today, or if you hated it, you know, whatever you want to do, please like and subscribe. And I guess if you didn't like it, you won't. But you get the point. And give me a rating. I would love five stars, just like you give your Uber driver. So do that right now. That would be the best New Year Christmas life gift that you could have given me, even though it's way past then. So have a nice day.